Greetings and welcome to the Drive Home Breakdown. I'm Brent Adams. Thank you for joining us again this week. We'd also like to thank those of you who suffered alongside us last week as we fought our way through Godzilla 1998. If you want to know what a train wreck inside of your soul feels like, try watching the movie without your good friends Tony and Brent trying to soften the blow. My God, sir, it's terrible. However, I think we're all quite hopeful that 2014's reboot of the Godzilla franchise will fare better. Actually, I already know how it fared. I'm just trying to maintain the illusion of suspense without spoiling anything. Speaking of which, we'll be spoiling plenty once we get started, so if you don't want the movie ruined for yourself, best hold off on listening until you see it for yourself. For the rest of you... Buckle up and get ready for the breakdown to roll out on 2014's Godzilla. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! (laughs) All right. um, I usually go first. You go first this time. Overall impressions, what did you think of 2014's Godzilla? Um, I gotta be honest, I wasn't can, can I make it? Can I make an observation? <laughs> yeah. Just your body language in the theater told me so well, now, much about your experience. I, I hate to say this, because, but like, there were, like, my maybe seat t- was, like, like, moving the whole time in the movie. I almost wanted to say something, but it was like, I, it... I, I, I think it was just where something it was like wobbly. It was wobbly, and it was just uh, so like part of the movie. I'm like seriously trying to sit there, like you okay, you could have you could have moved. Uh, you could have asked me to move. Uh, no, I didn't want to say anything. But the thing was, it was like I was. I what was, was I going to tell? It's like no, Tony. The movie's already started. We can't move now. <laughs> it wasn't even that so much as I was just like I was like trying to focus on the movie, and then like I don't know. I, and and then you kept regretting it. It wasn't even that, man. Like there were there were aspects of it I really really liked. Like there were things that I thought that they got so about right. as damn perfect as you can get. Yep. But, but then okay, there were other you, things that were like my, what? <laughs> well, like first off, I, I I really do. I think that there just was not enough Godzilla. Okay. Yes. Uh, I that, mean, that was, now, that was my now first I don't. Statement. I don't think that there had to be a ton more. You know, like because I will say near the you know near the end it, they really start to. It's You'll like, put it on pretty, pretty heavy. Yes, it's like, like habanero pepper. You don't necessarily need a lot, but you need but enough. You need, you need you enough. Need, you need whatever amount it is needed. This I, was just slightly not enough. Yeah, I, and, and I understand. I mean, like, like I was like just doing the math in my head. Not really, but I mean, somebody out there and <laughs> in, in connected, connected to the production has done the math, and I'm sure it's like, look, every frame of film that has Godzilla in it costs like thirty-seven and a half thousand dollars to produce. <laughs> but does it every anymore? frame times twenty-four? You know the thing is, we used to say that, and like back at, like when we talked about it with the ninety-eight one, yeah. I bet it was about like that. Like it, it essentially because you know CG was still sort of in its yeah. relative infancy and used used in in that scale. Yeah, you know, with like Jurassic Park and, and things like that, kind of you know breaking breaking some new ground and whatever. But like. I, I just I like I tell you one of the things is like we only ever really got to see Godzilla at night. Like I mean really for yeah. any for anything more than just like a split second, it was all at night. Yeah. You know, maybe that was maybe that was to, to you know to hide it to make cause because Godzilla yeah. looked fucking phenomenal. Dude, like he, well, he it, looked I, like Godzilla. I, well I even I even think he, he just he looked like the best version of Godzilla I've ever seen. Like he yes. looked he looked like a really Good version of the rubber suit Godzilla exactly from right. years I mean, ago. You know, not it looked like the guy in the rubber suit, yet like an animal who happened to look like a guy like, in a rubber like suit, like a creature that would exist, yes. but but not like you know. Well, we we got to make it look sort of different. No, just make it look like that, but better with the technology we have. And it absolutely and this is exactly did. what they did. I, 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 I just lo- like I do like the creature design, like the way Godzilla looked. Oh, I could not have been. But, but that was kind of the disappointing thing. It's like you know, you just got to see so little. For two thirds of the film, you saw just these, and every time you would see it, you like you had to focus on it because you, you knew it was going to be gone in just a second, yeah. and then you 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 know you're you're thinking that you're going to get to that, but you know, they had to keep having the the 
you know, human element, you know, in it, like with, with the love story or the getting to the kids or the saving this kid or the, right. you know, this, that, and the other, I, I, you know, but there are things like, I, I think the whole thing. With or the Brian, pissing contest between the news anchors. Oh no, wait. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> well, like, you know, having Brian Cranston, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I gotta be honest. I sort of thought that that would happen. I didn't yeah. think it would happen in, in, and, and by as, that, as and, as and by that, you mean his life extinguished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I agree. Like, I didn't think that they were going to kill him off. I thought he, I, I thought it could happen, but I thought it would happen later in the yeah. Movie. Like, if it happened, it'd be like yeah. in the end. At the, at the I, last, I was surprised about that too. But I, I got to say, for the little bit that he's in the film, he leaves a mark. I mean, oh, absolutely, he really, absolutely. He sets up so much of the film, and and like I was thinking, it's like you know, because they have that. There's that really, really core scene right at the beginning of the film where it, you know it's a moment you see in the trailer. But it, I mean, you talk about something that happens early. You know, his wife dies like, yeah, four, like three minutes, four minutes into the movie. Yeah, you see that moment in the trailer. You know, it's happening at some point. But, but I mean, even they get then, that, when they you see it, you that, sort like, of right up you, you, front. Yeah, you, and even when you see it, you sort of don't know. In the trailer, it's like you know, well, you don't maybe they're context. separated, and, yeah. and then and then he's going to fight his way back to get back to her, which he no, kind of does, yeah. but in, well, in a very different way, in a very figurative way. Yeah, but I remember, like, I was watching that scene, and, and I was just kind of saying to myself, I was like, this is like a stretch. I mean, you're really asking the audience to do something to like buy into such a an emotional, dramatic beat with characters that you hardly know this early into the film. But I have to say, whether it's just because of, you know, sort of the affinity I have for him as an actor, but I have to say that I really did buy into it. Well, I will, I will agree. I think it it had so much to do with him though. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that like, I didn't think that the, the actress who played his wife or, or any of that sort of stuff didn't do well, but he it 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 happened so quickly that realistically without someone like him and, and without, you know, with, without a, an actor that you really do enjoy and, and, and care for and like, I, I don't yeah. think that it would have played quite as well. I tell you, one of my other sort of issues is I, I didn't really latch on too much to the other major, you know, relationship in the film, which is his son and his wife and his kid. Yes. Now, I mean, you know, you of course have, you know, it's, it's always, it's it's sort of the easy ploy, in my opinion, to do the, you know, your kid is in danger, you know, going after it. I'm not saying it doesn't work, yeah. but it's just that sort of like, okay, you know, we, we, we understand that. And I kind of like the little bit of a twist on it when he gets on the, 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 uh, whatever, the rail line and, and you know the, the tram in Hawaii the, exactly and, and the, the kid gets separated from his parents and he's protecting him you know I, yeah. uh, but but a lot of that seemed like such sort of fluff to what was really going on like I mean I um, never felt the weight of the fact that this was the single most destructive like we still have the fucking problem of this has been going on in some of these cities for like over a day and there are still people in the fucking buildings around right. it. Right. That's okay. fucking stupid. Like, they don't... And yet, there were people who stayed when Katrina hit New Orleans. I mean, you know, like, I agree with you. It makes no sense us not, sitting here right in the, the car. Not in the scale, though, like, yet, in a city with, but, like, what, skyscrapers in those situations do do that. People in those... There are people who do stay. Not not stay in their, like, office building like they yeah. show. There's one scene where they show, like, them still stay. It, it had that... The, I really did. It was one I always hated with Man of Steel, even though I love Man of Steel, but I always hated that scene where, you know... Like people are really gonna, you know, still be at work, like going out of their building when, when buildings literally are falling around around them. Right, I they, they wait until they wait until the very last moment to go. Yeah. I, I, know, just, the, I think some of that was very, like it was just it was the, just it was a, it was a leap too far. It was just a little difficult to buy into some of well, those decisions. It, it's, it's, it was perfect for or it's fine for the first and even the second situation in, in Honolulu, like or in uh, you know Hawaii, wherever right. we were at in Hawaii. Um, like when it happens in, in, you know, whatever happens in Japan, we don't really see it to that degree. So, you know, whatever. But when it happens in, in Hawaii, you're like, okay, fine. People don't, people don't know, you know, it's, it's something along the lines of like a a horrendous incident where people just have no idea. Like they can't imagine something this traumatic would happen. But by the time, like, you by know, the they time they it on the news for two like, or three days, how have you not evacuated the entire West Coast of the state of Wyoming? Well, like, no one lives in Wyoming. It's the perfect place to go. Honest to goodness, it was the one thing I liked about, um, and I think it was was Deep Impact. Which, terrible movie, yes. but I love that. I, I did like the fact that, like, you you see these 
everyone that can is leaving, is moving, you yeah. know, and they're everybody's getting on the roads and driving up to the to the mountains and to the hills. That's what would happen if if you have a day or two to marinate on the fact that giant fucking alien creatures or whatever are, are destroying, you know, <laughs> what dinosaurs cities. dinosaurs exist and they're and roaming the, the earth and they're roaming the earth destroying okay, well everything. Now, you know, you mentioned Man of Steel, and there's another Man of Steel tie-in I want to point out here. You know, you and I were talking recently. One of the things that I like so much about Man of Steel, um, maybe we should do a commentary on that sometime, but one of the things I like most about Man of Steel is the fact that it's a first contact story. Yeah. I love the fact that they give weight in that film to the, oh my God, intelligent life exists in the universe and they just showed up on our doorstep. Like, I like the fact that the film kind of acknowledges the weight of what that of what that event would be like. To a degree, yeah. And I feel like uh, in this film, that is glossed over just a little bit. Like, I, I, oh, I don't I don't feel like there's a moment, uh, although they, although certainly, you know, certainly a performance, certainly the first time that Brian Cranston sees the Motu, uh, certainly the first time his son, uh, you know, sees that creature in Japan, certainly their reaction to it is, Oh my god, that's, you know, like a fucking, it's a giant fucking monster. Kaiju, kaiju, you know. But then, like, you could. But there's, I feel like that needed to be voiced. I I feel like I needed to, like, hear that expressed. Like, you know, we're talking about something that was ancient when the, like, something that was ancient and extinct in theory when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth. We're talking about something ancient, ancient, ancient. And I I, I didn't quite feel like a a satisfaction of of dealing with that. No, people were just going about it like it was a, unfortunately, like some kind of a terrorist incident or something, like something where, unfortunately, we can get our minds around what what would happen, you know? Not like, okay, this is, you know, like like he says that one line and it really is, it's kind of lost on the movie, the whole like, you know, and they're about to send us back to the Stone Age, you know, like, it literally is like that kind of weight. Like if these yeah. creatures, you know, are just left to if they to pro- roam, they, if they would procreate. Yeah. As, a, as opposed to, as opposed to the Velociraptor Godzillas that can be defeated with gumballs. Yeah, from yeah. the 1998 film, these creatures really could become the dominant species of the planet. Yeah. Like you could buy that that it could that the situation is that dire. I would agree. Um, now, in fairness, though, I do think that we should point out that yeah. they may not have had time to really think about, you know, the the, the the weight of this situation because they were developing 3D models of the, <laughs> of the for their newscast for their newscast. You know, it's fascinating to like have just watched the '98 film <laughs> and look at this one and think about some of the well, weird about Spider-Man. Well, we were That's talking very about true. we were That's talking about first, the first Amazing Spider-Man and the whole like. Yeah. You know, he had time to somehow, you know, uh, put the... Uh, he had time to put the graphics together. Yeah. And then we just watched Godzilla 98. They're like, oh, look, they had time to go find a fish icon to put on their yeah. on their heads-up display. And apparently, a Nevada news agency had time to put together a 3D model of a previously unknown animal for their nightly news and, broadcast. And, and pretty accurate, too. It was, you know? it was ato- anatomically correct. I mean, I saw little jiggly balls and everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, little uh, fiddly bits. And what's really funny is that I guarantee you that had, like, if we had just, like, if we had followed reporters around in this movie, like we had in the 98 Godzilla, if yeah. we'd been, like, primarily following around reporters, I guarantee you the B storyline of the movie would have been the computer graphics guys at News Station A <laughs> getting into a competition with the computer graphics guys of News Station B over <laughs> who's got the best model of the monsters attacking America. Well, you know, it's, it kind of brings up, you know... It, It'd be thought, like the Doppler Wars, you know? Like, <laughs> no, our Doppler's way better than their Doppler. I, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like the, the, the fact that the, the movie as a whole, like, I, I think the, the tone of the film was kind of weird. Like, it, it, to me, it didn't have the weight that it should have. Like, it just, you know, like we were talking about, that, that yeah. whole sort of the way that that, the, the way that the fact that fucking giant prehistoric beasts are roaming the, the earth. Yeah. That didn't quite have the weight. Although I will give them, I thought it was handled. You know, uh, it was handled okay. sincerely. Ex- they were earnest about it, but maybe just didn't quite execute it quite as yeah, uh, quite to the level that we would have hoped. But they definitely took it seriously. They were definitely sincere in in the presentation. Yeah, and 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 the good thing is because there was only one time where I felt like you know they, they had that like one joke where he's like, I guess we're monster hunters now. Like, you know, and I'm like, on. okay. 
Really? Like, I, I would think he'd be like, hey, man, this may be the last time I ever see anybody, so, you know, good luck. Whatever. You know, like, not, not I'm going to, I'm going to crack a joke or something. I, I don't know, just, I, I will say things like that. But he was the plucky comic relief. I mean, he was the guy of this film. Yeah. Well, and, and they had the, the classic kind of problem that I, I, it can be done in a sense that I think, like, plays well. And in this, I, I'm not really sure that I think it, it, it it's been done worse by all means, but I think it's also been done better. And that's the 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 single character somehow makes it through every major plot point of the movie and every now, disaster that falls. And every disaster that falls. Now, yeah. the thing is, that's in, in some situations, especially if like you know the situation is more contained and it's in one area of a city or something, or like you know, a, a fucking. You know Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Of course, he's going to be involved in every situation in that because he's he's, he's in the building centrally. Well, and he's causing he is he's the driving force of it. Right. He, whereas he's a catalyst for everything that. that whereas this character happen. was a catalyst in one or two of the instances, but then not in some of the others. It's just that sort of yeah. You know, kind of the, the yeah. About halfway through the movie, I didn't it didn't bother me as much. But by the end of the movie, we're literally. He gets on the team to go here. He's the only one that makes it out alive. He's the only one that gets back. He happens to be taken back right to the the place where the the, the admiral is, and then it is yeah. just. It's I, that, it's I understand what you're saying. It, it, it's almost like like it's just like coincidences stacking up on top. Yeah, of Yeah, it just to me it takes you out of the movie. Right now, like I don't. It, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it just sort of is like. Eh. No, I understand what you're saying. It's a bit of a nitpicky thing. Although yeah. you know, you could totally believe it if it was somebody like Tom Cruise. Oh well, yeah. But I mean, you know, who's this guy? He like I mean, honestly, if Brian Cranston had gone through the whole movie and that sort of situation, I yeah, probably would have believed it. Or you'd just because. But now, let me ask you. There, yeah, go ahead. There were a couple of the performances I thought were pretty lackluster. You know, I actually think the main guy was not that bad. I no, mean, I his, agree. What he had to act wasn't all that, like, I mean, it was kind of, you know, just sort of, he, he wasn't, he wasn't like stretching his, his chops all that much, but I thought he did fine. I didn't have really problems. And I, I liked a lot of like the little things, like the, the whole scene at the end where, you know, Godzilla sort of falls over and he sort of falls over. It's like yeah. the two heroes of the film as you were, you know, kind of, um, Although totally missed out on a, a perfect selfie moment just That's moments true. earlier with uh, with Godzilla, you should have come in like what what? How many times would that have been liked on Instagram? You know, I honestly. know exactly. But um, but the, but the the ones I'm kind of thinking mostly of is like the the admiral. I can't remember his name right now, but the guy that played it. That's dangerous. The uh, oh my god, ladder on the open ladder on the uh, highway. Yeah. Uh, but, so we just we just dodged like a uh, like like a fifteen foot a frame ladder that's just resting in the middle of the highway. That's that's not a problem. But the but the beauty of ways, if you've ever tried it, is uh, is that uh, Brent is currently warning anybody else that, that uses that application uh, that it is there. That's right. If you don't use ways, it's you a, deserve it's a, to die on it's the highway. A, it's a crowdsourced GPS application. And uh, any kind of uh, any kind of situation you might encounter in traffic, you can uh, put an alert in and let other people know about it. It's, it's uber uber cool. It's spelled W A Z E. We're not getting an endorsement. That's because this, this is should. This would be a perfect it. endorsement for us. Shit, we've got we've got to work on that. Uh, the drive home breakdown is a safe podcast recorded in the car because of ways. We, we probably start like, getting uh, flagged. People are like, these two guys are just talking up pages the road. Never <laughs> mind. Um, so anyway, anyway, the admiral. The and the and the two main scientists. Okay, I just I like the the main scientist. Shit, what was his name? Ken Watanabe. Well, no, I mean, but the, I was trying to think of the, uh, the character's name. But where? Yeah, he. His I character's name is fucking Ken Watanabe. <laughs> I love him, but for I some, he felt so sort of wasted. In like all he really did is peer out windows. You know, like for ninety five percent of the performance. I don't disagree. It was with great, you. but like it didn't. There just he, was he never, not enough. Meet there for him to really work with. Well, and it, but it, I don't like. Why was he really there? like? You know, he really only ended up being there to just to basically just make the point that you know Godzilla maybe he's here to save us. You know, and, yeah. and kind of put that idea out there. But you know, he really <laughs> nothing. He ever he never really gives any suggestions. He never really no, I, you know I, I poses anything they, other than just like don't do what you're about to do. I, I don't mean, know. He really, he's really a functional character in that, you know, they, they get him to, you know, to deliver a bit of exposition. They get him to move the plot along in a few places. 
but really he's got a pretty perfunctory role. Not a lot going on there. And I agree with you that I love Ken Watanabe. He's amazing. But a little bit wasted in this movie. And the thing is, like, I thought at the end, you know, because... He's going to have that powerful sort of well, final speech or something. Well, I thought that there was going to be some moment with, with him. Like, 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 what I was kind of thinking was about to happen, he's kind of approaching Godzilla, who at the very end of the film is apparently laying dead in the streets of San Francisco. And I thought that there was going to be some moment, where, like, where he like walked up to it and just like put his hand on it, like connected with, you yeah. know, the, you know, as he describes it, he's, he's like, you know, this thing is 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 a god Protector of the to world. us, yeah. you know, like like this thing, you know, predates everything. You know, this goes back to the earliest days of the earth. It's you know, I mean, it it it, it is nature. It is a force of nature. Yeah. This thing. And I thought that he was going to like you know go up and just kind of like put his hands on it, like break down crying and just like you know because he's like. The only person in the film that, that in a sense, can kind of really, understands, can really yeah. appreciate what this what you know, this creature represents, and I felt like that would have at least been sort of an emotional, an emotionally appropriate kind of booking for his character. Like if the character did nothing else, he's like the one guy that's there that can really appreciate what it is they've all witnessed, and we didn't really get it. I mean, you know, it gets they, that moment they, when, they, when they his eyes open, yeah, but they kind of do it, but that could have been the perfect just, spark for again, that. Not very know? satisfying. Like, like, like not to say like he, but I mean, maybe he kind of, maybe his touch is sort of wakes Godzilla up and, or, you know, or he, like he feels like, like he feels it breathing. He's like, ah, yeah. thing ain't fucking dead. Yeah. Or he, you know, fucking gets the paddles out and shocks him back <laughs> to life or something. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I, I will say like there, there's, I, I love like, I, I, I love how Godzilla was portrayed in this. Like, like visually was yeah. amazing. The scale was fucking phenomenal. You know, yeah. I, I really a lot of people, you know, a lot of people kind of criticize like uh, Pacific Rim, and I, you know, to be honest with you, the storyline, eh, you know, whatever. But, but like, I would the one thing I loved about it was the scale. I really yeah. felt like the fucking Jaegers were like these these really impressive machines in this world. Yeah. Um, Although I, this does it in a much more, I, I think, even more realistic way. I mean, not not in the sense that a giant lizard's more realistic than giant robots, but in the sense that, like, when they walked by buildings, they brushed by them, and they're like crumbling, and they sort of fell on them at different times. You really you, you feel the mass. That, yes, yeah. Uh, it, they they really sell that. Th- th- you know, through sound effects, through things like you know, just the fact that you know, even a flyby shatters windows, and you know, well, and one all thing, of those things. One thing they uh, they they really used to, to great effect was it, it, it's kind of it was sort of subtle in a lot of ways but the sound and and uh, not just like the music like the music was really good the there music was, there was, was fantastic there was, there was some pieces that I thought were, were just amazing I but, love that bit you know, there, there's a bit early on in the film that's uh, uh, the Tycho drums it's Tycho drums yeah. which, I, which I love like I've got you know tons of like Tycho drum music I love it it's very evocative and it, you're like, I'm not nudging Shelly. I'm like, Tycho drums. Very awesome. <laughs> but that moment that you see in the trailer, uh, that's got that 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 that, that choral uh, track as the paratroopers are dropping down through the clouds. Yeah. It's haunting. I mean, it's just so perfect. And, and, and even when they didn't, even when they weren't really using music so much, like, you know, they, they played a lot on that whole, every time that, you know, the creature would sort of do the EMP thing. And it would cut out all the power. They cut the sound down, and there was one moment that I thought was really, really well done. It was like, he, he, you know, he does that little thing, and all the sound goes out, and then all of a sudden you see the the, the, the girl, the wife, look up into the sky, and you just barely see something. And then you realize it's a parachute. Yeah, and it's kind of falling down, and, and just like, right as you realize what it is, the guy parachuting out of a plane, or you you, know, the plane, plane just crashes into the building. Oh yeah, and it was great. And, you, like you turned me like that was pretty cool. I was like that's yes. pretty badass. That like, was, was pretty badass. A, it was just a great use of sort of lack of sound yeah. to emphasize like the moment. Uh, I agree, and you know, I, I think I think I'm 100 percent on the same page with you. Just going back to what you said, kind of at the beginning uh, of the conversation. And you said there were things that I loved about it. There were things that I thought were perfect, but the movie overall has problems. Yeah, and, yeah. and I totally agree with you. I think that that is absolutely how I feel. I thought that some of the some of the leaps of logic in the film, some of the conclusions that are that are arrived at very quickly, uh, seem seem just. Uh, to be stretching suspension of disbelief just a little too far. Like, I, I thought that, when, you know, when Kenton Watanabe basically, you know, when he basically says, listen, Godzilla will protect us, essentially, you're, 
you're kind of left like you're like when you base this on what and exactly and he basically says oh you know well you know nature is you know always about balance and I'm like that's not really a compelling argument <laughs> yes but but that balance may be getting rid of us I mean that's that balance right. may be yeah. that balance may be a lot of things like I, I totally agree yeah and I, and I just I, I felt like that moment was so underwritten I, well, I kind I kind of felt like look make the case make the case as to why you think this is going to happen you know give us a you know, give us you know some empirical evidence. You know, point to an example in nature where this happens. You know, something and like they just totally they just totally said that line, and then everybody was like, "Yeah, okay, back to the nuclear plan." Yeah, uh, well, and that's the thing. Like, it's it's you know, it's just written off immediately. Which, which to be honest with you, the way it's brought up, it almost makes sense. Like, I mean, yeah. if you just came out of nowhere and said that, I guess they would kind of be like, uh, "Okay, yeah, thanks, Doc, for your input. We're going to go ahead." And like, try yeah, to that's great. Thing. So uh, let's get um, him out of the room and go back to talking about the uh, the big pants talk. I, I will say the thing. The thing I think I I wish had been different the most was I felt like the movie focused way too much on the least interesting part of, the, of, of like what was going on like it, it, it okay. seems so focused on him and his mission getting back to the to his family and then in turn the offshoots is to, to go in there and, and I'm like no offense but we're here to see fucking Godzilla we want to we want to hear I'd, I'd like to have hear heard more of the history of, of, of like the plant they were at I you know testing that station more I'd like to see more of Ken Watanabe's character and what brought him to the point like basically I think the beginning of the movie could like like literally the first what five ten minutes and then then you jump that fifteen years like to me they could have spent another at least maybe fifteen minutes in that time frame of like you know what happened over that fifteen years maybe some behind the scenes of right. of, of what was going on and spent less time later on on the other parts because to me that felt very. It, to be honest, it felt very blockbuster movie. You know, just what like what what they think people always want to see is that you know the the hero sort of you know military action sort of thing. When I, and I'm like, you know, that's got to be there, but it, it doesn't need to be the sole focus of the film. And that really, it, it, near the end, it really did start to feel that way. Aside from the scenes where you know you finally got to see Godzilla, Godzilla you know, and, and and some real fighting. You know, that was another yeah. thing like. They didn't really. I was I was real disappointed that we never saw him fight at all until the end. Like you, you see one scene where, like, it bites the the mouth of that one as the doors are closing. You know. Yeah. And um, which was changed from the trailer. Like, yeah, it's yeah. It's really interesting that that shot is complete. And I'm assuming that's like one of those things well, where you can. They never showed the other creature. That's exactly ever what I was in the trailer. Say, I was going to say like they actually created shots for the trailer that would tease the film without revealing the other the creatures yeah. that Godzilla was going to be fighting. Absolutely. The only hint that you get of that in the trailer is you see one of the legs. You see like one of those yeah. stalky legs stomp down. But and you if know, you're looking at it in the trailer, you're like, well, that ain't fucking look, Godzilla. It almost looked like a claw, though, at times. And, and I'll right. be honest with you, when I first saw it, I almost thought maybe that was a super, super close-up of like, of you know. Claw. But well, I, and I, and I guess love, they thought the same thing, too. They thought, yeah. well, this is... T- this is abstract enough that we can get away with showing. I will say, and, and admittedly, you know, I do this to myself, so I can only have myself to blame. But you know, I watch the, the stuff that they usually put up on like iTunes and stuff. Yeah. And I will say, the very last thing I saw showed the, the other creature, and I was like, yeah. I was like, and at first I was, I was like, oh, that's awesome, and like, fuck, I wish Why I had I seen that stuff for myself. Because now I know, but. Um, but you know they only show one, and you know you find out there's two. I mean, yeah. there's like that part of it was so so cool. Okay, let's talk about that specifically yeah. because that, like maybe my favorite thing about the movie is the fact that, and, and in in my estimation, some people may disagree, but in my estimation, I think that one of the be- we picked the wrong yeah. exit to get off the interstate, Tony. Okay, so we are we are currently faced with an incredible traffic jam. They're trying to stop us. Look at that car. They're trying to stop the drive home breakdown. Dude, that car is pretty bad. Oh yeah, that's that's a pretty serious wreck right wow. there. Um, so um, anyway, yeah, no, this is crazy. Uh, but has Godzilla been walking through here? Is there <laughs> the the thing that I was the thing that I was thinking about is. What can this I, can movie... I, wait, real quick, can I just point out this guy yes. is out of breath and he's standing. <laughs> this 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 officer in front of us uh, like, should have 
should have held off on that twelfth donut for breakfast, like I should fucking talk. So you know, I know exactly. But uh, All right, but sorry. Anyway, the, the thing that the thing that I wanted to say uh, specifically is that you look at this film, and essentially what they did was they said, "What elements are in classic Godzilla movies? Let's pull all of those into our movie." But just find a really sincere and earnest way of approaching the story. And that's basically what this is. I mean, everything that you have kind of come to expect from from Godzilla films is in this fucking movie. Yeah. Trademark shit. The tail swipe. Atomic fire! Yeah, I was just it's saying, I all think in I'd this like movie. to put that off to talk about that till a we'll, little bit later. We'll, that we is... will. We'll talk about that. But that's the thing. It's just like, I watch this movie and I'm like, I totally recognize this as a Godzilla film. They they've just they've just taken the formula, and they've uh, and they've updated it, and gotcha. been just very sincere and earnest in their approach to the story. That they've made a serious film that mm-hmm. that yeah, brings in all of the elements yeah. of a Godzilla movie. Well, you know, and that's that's the thing, and I really love that. Well, we talk about this so much because I, I do I love I love that they they. That they got what the the big points were, yeah. but what sort of bugs me is then then I feel like that's all that was good about the movie, uh-huh. you know. And it's like all the other stuff was really was kind of bad. And if it was on its own, it was it was sort of like, eh. you know, it's like why can they not get that sort of sweet spot of all the great things that make a great movie and then still make a great movie behind, around it, you know, yeah. with, within it. it. It just I don't know. It's it is a little frustrating. I. Um, I was gonna say, you know, I said I wanted to hold off. I wanted us to talk a little bit about the like the fight and the the, the abilities or however you want to kind of look at it. Um, you know, you only see Godzilla as like a, a fin on his back and, and like maybe one shot of his face for the first two thirds of the movie, yeah. and then you finally start to see him fight. And I got to be honest, I was a little concerned at first because it, it was it was just sort of. Wrestling, you know, and and I mean that's awesome, and I love that, you know. But I, I was just kind of like, okay, I hope, I hope it's not just this. I hope it's not just fighting. I, I hope there is sort of that, you know, those abilities that Dude, we know like, he has. I, and, I started to lose my mind <laughs> in that one shot where like it, there's like a bunch of smoke or, or fog or something, of, yeah, d- and, d- debris, and, and all of a sudden you see his like you see this kind of blue glow. And then you, you see, see that it's his tail. Dance. It's his yeah. tail glowing. And I was like, oh, my God, here he comes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting over there, and you're, like, punching me in my arm. I'm like, I know, I know, I know, I know. You know, because I just wanted to see what was... I, Atomic it, fire! And, and I mean, <laughs> the... Seriously. I, and I will say, like, I was kind of... at this Because I was a little... I was, I was a little... I don't know. I, I will admit, I was slightly bummed going into the end. Because I was just like, ah, this was... Man, you know, because I was already thinking in my head things to talk about, and I was like, I just, yeah. I, I wish this, that, and the other. Best finishing move, fucking ever. Yep. Fucking breathing, fucking atomic fire down the throat of the fucking creature. It's like you know how you, you know how you kill something that can't be killed. You breathe atomic fire into its internal organs. <laughs> That's how you do it. And I, and I, I mean, <laughs> they, they really got like that. That whole, I don't know, like they, they stayed on it, you know? Yeah. It wasn't just like, and then it was over. It was just like, fucking, for like a good, what, 20 seconds, oh, you know? Just, just poured it on. And, and oh man, it was, it just it was, it was like so pouring satisfying. delicious hot chocolate on a Sunday of pain. It was it, it was, was beautiful. It really was <laughs> very, very satisfying. I, I will say, there was, I had one small other problem though, with the death of the other creature. This creature has like flown through and crashed into and knocked over a dozen other buildings. Yep. But yet, like gets knocked into the one. Which granted, it's it's Godzilla's tails knocking into it. Which you it's, know, it's, so, it's the Godzilla tail swipe. But but there's like chunks of the building going through its body. Right. <laughs> Just remember thinking like, yeah, I think that would have happened before. Why did that at some before? point? It's because it wasn't a Godzilla that tail swipe. That is that true. that fell that uh, that. That, that, you know what that is monster. true I, I really had forgot about that I mean but like true. really I mean it was practically like oh you're talking <laughs> I mean it was practically it was, it was definitely four down down four it was 
It was a beautiful thing. Uh, I I was very satisfied by the fight at the end. I, I thought oh, like I they, they like were finally paying off. You know what this, what we came here to see. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah. It, that was that was the thing. That was that should have been. Honest to God, we should have had at least one other major battle. And personally, I would like to see it in the daylight where you could really sort of see what was happening. And they had that moment where it was almost kind of going to happen. And then they cut away. Yeah. Again, they go to like action that nobody really gives a shit about. And you just, and and to be honest with you, it's one of those things you kind of like, okay, so what did they just like, did they both just agree to like go their separate ways at that (laughs) point? Because I mean, they're like battling. And then the next time you see them, they're. Just they're, they're like in the bad, same city. They're, well, what happens is like they're battling, and the cops show up, and they're like, "Hey, hey, hey, eight thirty Saturday night at the pit. <laughs> Bring your knife." <laughs> it was like that, you know. It really felt that way almost. It was just, it was kind of odd. But uh, I, I wish we'd had one more good fight. And frankly, I think it would have been a better time to do the whole like. Godzilla gets his ass kicked because there's always that you know part in the in the movies where you know Godzilla, Godzilla always, gets his ass kicked always gets his ass beat but then, he always ends up on top but that's the thing. he gets his ass kicked and then he's like wait a second I'm motherfucking Godzilla <laughs> I am the king of monsters you will worship me <laughs> um but uh, I, I mean I, I I think the movie would have been improved exponentially by having just more Godzilla and more giant di- ancient dinosaur fighting. Uh, I don't disagree with you. I, I and, and I, I affirm again that I think the only reason it's not in there is financial. I think it was literally just a decision of we How cannot. Much did this movie cost? Well, uh, I mean, There's but no like, way that they couldn't have spent. Dude, I mean, like, like I, I think I really think you're underestimating. Like, I remember in the commentary for the Avengers. Look at the fucking vulture over there. Look at that. Um, I remember in the commentary for the Avengers that Whedon said. He was like, we wanted to do so much with Hulk, but like, we literally had like a number. It's like, okay, you can have Hulk in this many shots. It's like a double-digit number, and that's it. That is all we can afford to put into this film. Yeah. And then it's over. And that's and that's like fucking Hulk. You know, it's a humanoid character who doesn't have, you know, all of the atmospheric effects and everything going on around it. I really believe. But the only reason we're not getting more in this movie is purely because it would just be so. That's expensive. just that's sad. That's just that's 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 depressing. Well, you know, you know what's kind of it, what's what's interesting about this, and I pointed this out to you as the credits were rolling, and you know it gets to like the visual <laughs> effects part, and we're looking at, I mean, just you know, like six columns of names, like three all minutes of simultaneously. Names. I mean, you're talking hundreds and hun- maybe a thousand, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, and I pointed at the screen at one point, and I said, all those people replaced one guy in a rubber suit. <laughs> and you're exactly right. I, it, it's, it is sort of hilarious to see how far we've come that now the, the guy in a rubber suit has to be, you know, replaced by hundreds, hundreds of artists. You know, probably, of artists. probably up to a thousand di- digital artists to, to get it done. Yeah. So, uh, But admittedly, maybe you, 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 you got to be right. And I, I just, man, that just, that, that disappoints me because that just seems like that should be the thing these days is like, you know, just just rendering that stuff out, and, you know, and, and getting it done, and I don't know, I, I, I that that that's that that's depressing. If that's that's what kept it, it was just well, if like I said, money on that. I don't know that. I just I firmly believe that. I that's think you're probably right, though. So. Um, okay, so I want to talk about a couple of things here. Okay. We'll start with the serious stuff, and then we'll go to the lighter stuff. Okay. The more serious stuff. Before we went into this, when we were doing the commentary track during episode four of the Drive Home Breakdown, a very fine podcast I hear. Uh, Check it out. During the uh, yeah, during of the commentary, if, if you're listening to this, I would. Hopefully, you know what the hell that is. <laughs> hopefully, you just didn't tune in halfway and get the whole movie spoiled for you. Um, okay, so the serious stuff. When we were doing the commentary for Godzilla '98, yeah, and we were talking about what we thought. We talked a little bit about what we thought we might see of this movie. We were talking about what 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 would the source of Godzilla be in this movie? You know, would they would they have it be as like oh you know it's a, it's a creature mutated by radiation from uh, you know the tests and, uh, and and all that? Uh, what you know how would it come about? And I remember kind of say you know kind of flippantly it's like oh I'm sure you know they'll find climate change you know they'll find a way for climate change to be uh, yeah. the reason. And, and the reason I said that is because I felt like. Um, if you're really going to kind of do justice to Godzilla, the legacy of the Godzilla films, 
you would try to make it relevant. And, you know, we were talking about how relevant the original Godzilla in 1954 was, um, you know, given that the, the, the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki had taken place 10 years earlier, less than 10 years maybe. Yeah. And, um, we, we talked about, you know, what a, what a poignant film that really was in dealing with that subject. And I kind of felt like, you know, the, the nuclear message just, I, like, I just don't think that that's going to really resonate. But what they did in this film that really did resonate is they made this film essentially a metaphor for for natural disaster. Natural and man-made disaster. But, you know, I was, like, looking at the beginning of the film and, uh, you know, you have this nuclear site breaking up, breaking down, spilling over, you know, whatever. Like, you know, this nuclear facility is going haywire in Japan. And I was thinking, you know, that probably seems pretty poignant to a Japanese audience given what happened in their country not too long ago. You look at the earthquakes... And, and, and the effect of those. And you think about uh, you think about a couple of the more recent really, really terrible earthquakes that have, that have claimed so many lives. You look at uh, the instances of flooding in the film and, and, and you, you see people, you know you see these people, these families, uh, you know trying to trying to escape, trying to outrun the water. And this film, I think is, every bit as poignant and and it it kind of addresses those things head on it really really is about uh you know the human spirit being tested by these terrible terrible disasters um and i think that on that level i think the film does an excellent excellent job of remaining poignant and really saying something kind of worthwhile about these things, these terrible uh, things that do occur, and how we collectively, the human race, deal with them. Uh, I, I think that it actually does have something really relevant to say on that. I, I gotta be honest. I, I, I see where you're coming at from on that. I, it maybe, and maybe it's just me. But to, to be honest, I feel like I, I sort of feel like that seems like something more. I, I don't read that into it, 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 that the film said that as much. I, I think that there are elements of it that, that do point to, I think, what, what what you're saying. But I I don't know. To me, it feels a little bit like what, you, you, what you're taking away you from the film. You don't think that they intended for any of that to be there? I don't... I, I don't, whether they intended to or not, I don't think they did a good job of, of doing that coming through. But now, you know, it, it's, you know, it, it's definitely... Uh, I, I don't think it was nearly as poignant as, as, as say, like the original was. Okay. I, I will say I, I am kind of glad that they didn't go down. I, I totally, totally expected them to go down the, you know, man-made climate change I, I L, as the, somehow the, the, the antith- or the I, uh, I felt like the message of the film was basically like Godzilla was here to punish us. You know, for you know, for burning coal or something like that. I mean, yeah, like, that, I, like, that's like what I, they were going to go for. I really thought that like that was yeah. what the film was going to be about. I, I really did too, and, and uh, I will say, up until really you know seeing like that most recent trailer I saw right before the movie, I I got to be honest, I still felt like we were possibly in the realm of like the Godzilla being a bad guy, you know, in this movie. Like yeah. I, I really, you know, some of the early trailers. You know, you see all this destruction, and sure. you only see one fucking monster. Who are you gonna blame it on? It's got to be um, fucking Godzilla. So it's I, either it's either Godzilla or John Candy, and John Candy's fucking dead. So <laughs> and I, uh, so I sort of thought, you know, I thought that it was going to be that sort of story, like yeah. you know, uh, uh, punishing us, bringing us, taking us down a notch, bringing us you know? to justice. And uh, but it, but I'm really glad they didn't go down that route. Now, you brought up one thing that I will say, I. I kind of cringed at it a little bit. And yeah. I, I, the the whole thing with the not Fukushima disaster, right? I feel like that's a. I felt like that was a little insensitive. Like I feel like that's a little too soon. Like I, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I would really be interested to know anyone that, that's watching this in, in you know like in Japan, in Japan how how, the, how that is. How that's interpreted? How like, is that over. is that just kind of seen as like you know? Well, yeah, that that's a thing that really happened here, and you know, the, you know, on a, on a, a larger or you know, worse scale or whatever. Right. Um, but I mean, with it be, having been so soon, like to me, that would be very akin to like the, the disasters that happened in our 
you know, country, like someone making a movie that, that, that almost directly references them just a few years after, uh, you know, after they've happened and they're well, still a lot fell out. You're definitely, you're, you're certainly playing on the line of good taste. Well, I tell you the, the, the other thing is I just, this feels to me like, like you show, I, I believe maybe I'm wrong. I think you show someone in Japan, but just, just and, and, and this is me just guessing, but I really do believe if you show them the creature scenes and the fight scenes at the end of the film and, you know, and and, and a few pieces of of basically anything that involved Godzilla. Yeah. I gotta be be honest, I believe most people that, you know, I I would think most, you know, Japanese uh, watchers would would probably enjoy it. Like, I, I, I don't, I can't, I don't watch that and see like, well, it wasn't handled well or, well, they... They they made it they made it too cheesy or not cheesy enough or whatever they didn't they didn't do it right and, no. and it didn't show respect. I don't think you could say that. Like I think they, they really did show respect, but I don't think the rest of the movie plays very well. Like I, I I have a feeling that it will not do that well in Japan. That's just my my guess because I just uh-huh. I don't think it plays towards. It's like our take on Godzilla. It's like our, you know, we're... we're well, you know, he does attack San Francisco instead of Tokyo, well, which is, now it starts immediately breaking the cardinal rule. In fairness, though, they start in Tokyo. You know, they, they, they do. They, they do kind of... I will say that was another thing. Like, you know, we always said, why do they always talk... Uh, why, why do they always tackle, like, New York City? Well, they didn't even end up in New York. You know, it's it was it was Hawaii, San Francisco, and... and Japan. I don't, Japan. It wasn't exactly Tokyo. It, it wasn't I don't Tokyo, believe, but it was. Yeah, I don't it was in the area, Japan. though. It was in. It was in the rough. You know. Well, I mean, it's such a small country. I mean, you know. Well, but I mean, it was. It was pretty close to. I think where, where Tokyo was. Like on the map where they showed that reactor, I, I think that it was yes. reasonably close to where Tokyo is. Yeah, but, I, I think. I think that's fair. But you know, and, and, and again, to me, that feels. How like close maybe was it, little, Tony? That was Precisely. Maybe little, that's maybe a little caveat to the whole sort of the homage to you know. Ah, yeah. see, you know we. Well, we had them in both places, you know. I, I don't know. And I, I'm, I'm down with that. I'll, you know, it'd be cool if they did, like, an entirely different version of the film that was reversed, where it started in San Francisco and ended up in Tokyo. They had to do a scene Japan. where, like, Tony Stark has to have a major heart surgery, <laughs> and they had it in. Exactly. Wait a minute, they did that. Uh, so this is this is a, another thing that I was thinking about. Um, especially that scene where they are, in, they are in the control room at the former reactor in Japan, that they have now turned into kind of a containment facility for the first of these Motus. Con- containment facility. Because yeah. it didn't really, it didn't really, really contain shit. It didn't really shit. work that well. Um, and I also, I'm trying to remember back, I, I can't remember, I was trying to remember if Motu was one of the names of the monsters he fought. Well, you know, um, they, they called it, you know, it was the... Uh, it was supposed to be an acronym. Well, and you know, they called it, there was one scene, and I, I really wish, I almost, I, I almost hit your leg when they were when they went back to his house when they went back to um, uh, their house in Japan their house in Japan yeah. they panned down and I swear there was something at the bottom that said Mothra I swear there was yeah. and, and I, I but my eye before I could like kind of see what it was like it looked like the bottom of even a poster or a picture or something yeah and uh, I really well, wonder well he did like the kid had, he had like a kaiju like some sort of like you know kaiju movie poster yeah. on the wall it so, could have been that yeah well, and, and the other thing was they also refer to it as the Monarch Program, you know, the whole oh, kind of like sure. cocoon. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, so, the butterfly. So, so I, I mean, know, they are making references Exactly, all like, over the place. to me it felt like, it, it felt like they were, I, I don't know if this is one, I mean, I'm sure, you know, the uh, the internets will uh, educate us on the this if it was an actual, uh, an actual previous uh, character or if it was sort of like a amalgam of, of a, you know, yeah. Okay, so, but what I was going to say there, that scene where they were in the containment facility, Mm -hmm. in quotes, that scene to me felt so much like, like I felt during that scene, like I remember feeling watching uh, uh, Return of Godzilla or uh, what they call it, Uh, here in the States it was uh, Godzilla 1985. Okay, yeah. But it was the reboot. In yeah, the, in, it was the reboot in the mid '80s where they were. They basically. It's like the first big budget one too. Like, it it or, really or was, and budget. they basically, as opposed to like all of the kind of the Godzilla versus you know movies, they basically kind of retconned all those out and made what was essentially a sequel to the 1954 original. Yeah, and that scene, for whatever reason, it really evoked that. It really evoked this whole thing where. You know, these scientists had history with it. They had kind of an inkling of, 
you know, what they were dealing with. They were trying to understand it, trying to contain it. But of course, you know, inevitably it's not going to happen. But that scene really can kind of call to mind that for me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I get that. I, I do. Uh, I, I got that same sort of same, same sort, sort of vibe. vibe. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about some fun stuff for a second. Okay. I think it would be fascinating to sit down and do an A-B comparison between shit that happens in this movie and shit that happens in Godzilla 1998. Okay. As an example. All right. In this movie, I notice we have Godzilla tangling with a suspension bridge. Yeah. And guess what happens? He snaps the cables, and in this movie, the bridge falls down. Totally unrealistic. Totally like that's unrealistic. That's one of the things they got right back in 98. Obviously. But, okay, think about all the parallels, okay? So, you've got you've got Godzilla and the fucking suspension bridge. You've got... You've got all the little mini Godzillas in this movie that match the... Well, oh, you, wait a minute. You've you got, the, you've got the egg that. chamber kind of thing going You do on. kind of the egg you chamber. You do kind of get the egg chamber. Point. You've got... Although it gets toasted. The military plays a huge part of this movie, just like in the other movie. Although and, there's a stark contrast between how they're portrayed, all, although the although results are, are kind of the same. <laughs> I was going to say, although the results are almost identical, <laughs> but they do show them slightly more reverence. That's exactly right. Well, I mean, they portray these guys as professionals dealing with a situation that, that just, nobody could be prepared to yeah, deal exactly, with. Exactly, exactly. As opposed to... Although shoot, firing off rockets on their ships that go... Because the water is all over the place, they're you know shooting on near the like. Into they the they should have like cut. They could they should have cut to the bridge and the, there's a guy he's like you know slipping all over the floor and accidentally hitting the trigger trying to steady himself every time. <laughs> oh god, I'm slipping to the left. Oh, oh I'm slipping to the right. Oh, oh, it's another launch. But um, <laughs> it is it is fascinating. Actually, it is absolutely fascinating um, how many similarities there actually are in. Uh, in in content in in not necessarily in content, but in in certain particular things, certain you know, like the, the presence of the military, the suspension bridge, all that kind of stuff. It's fascinating to look at how many things are parallel, but obviously the tone and the context for those things being in this film is very very different. Yeah. There was one of the there were three things. I, I'm going to forget the third one. The suspension bridge was one. The military, the military overall being the other one, and there was something else. It was something else that uh, that I was thinking. I was like, "Wow, that's really like uh, that's really like Godzilla '98." And I, I can't, I can't for the life of me uh, think of what it is right now. Anyway, if I remember it, I'll mention it. But I, I thought that those were those were really some interesting parallels. Uh, you know, I, I think you're right. I, you know, the one thing I thought was kind of interesting. You know, a lot of the parallels that we drew between. Uh, the 98 and and like their attempt at sort of cashing in on Jurassic Park. Yeah. Some of those vibes still kind of had. There, there was a lot of like, you know, just the, the look and the way some of the shots were done. It, 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 right. it did kind of emulate that a little bit. There's... Well, um, the, okay, here's one thing. The fact that this movie, like, like a, a big cornerstone of this movie is not Godzilla, but one of these giant monsters reproducing. Yeah. That was obviously a big cornerstone of the of the '98 plot as well. Yeah. So there's some tie-overs here. Also, I would just like to point out, um, since a huge chunk of the story in this movie is these two motus, the male and the female, getting together to mate. Do you in any way feel that there was some symbolism going on, considering that they had a nuclear warhead that they were kind of sharing between them, that looks basically like a gigantic nuclear-powered vibrator? I mean, tell me that's not what that scene is about. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You, you pointed that out with what the scene was going. Uh, yeah. Tell me I'm I will wrong. admit my, my mind didn't go there immediately, especially since they were sort of sharing it between the two of them, and I, I don't rarely uh, partake in that. But, you know. Listen, Tony, don't judge me. My point, though, is that <laughs> I sit there and I'm, I'm like, I was like, that thing's a giant vibrator. That nuclear warhead is a giant vibrator. They're, ha- they're supposed to be reproducing. This is a marital aid. And Shelly goes, what kind of batteries do you think it runs on? And I'm like, uranium batteries. What are you talking about? <laughs> I will say, uh, <laughs> the one thing I do love is, like, there's this one, this one, and it was just such a little thing, but it was just, like, one of those things that I, I just I chuckled at. So, like, you go through the movie, and frankly, this is, I think, pretty realistic. Like, right. these nuclear warheads, these kiloton warheads. Yep. Are dropped, bang, they they come off of trains, off of you know tracks miles high in the in the sky. They're you know they they're just all over the place, banged up all the crap, and they don't explode because that's the thing. 
nuclear warheads aren't aren't like they don't explode accidentally. Well, they don't explode from like uh, shock, In, you know. Yes. And but, but then there's that one scene where they're like lowering it. and They're like, okay, three, two, one. okay, let lay it down gently. Really I'm like, gently, look at this guys. point. If it yeah, hasn't gently. gone off, you're it's just not gonna. Uh, we have driven into. A mild monsoon. A here. mild monsoon. That, that might be. You might be hearing that over the audio. Yeah. We apologize. Our podcast was so rudely interrupted by God. <laughs> um. I you're, I you're, did like there was a little bit of a, a scene that I thought was sort of a, a, a little bit of a nod to uh, uh, actually to King Kong. And the reason I was thinking is that that one scene that we talked about that that I love that sort of finishing move that yeah. uh, Godzilla does oh, very reminiscent. Of you know, is that one scene yeah. where when you know Kong grab basically he's like fighting him trying to beat them beat the two uh, dinosaurs he to, grabs to the death T-Rex. and he grabs the T Rex and just fucking breaks rips, his jaw. You know, rips breaks his, up jaw. his jaw. And that like just the the sort of like plying at one another. You know, it just yeah. it felt very indicative of that scene. I agree. Until the part because I, unless I remember right, King Kong did not breathe. Fiery atomic fire. Down, no, he, down. Did, he did not. Breathe. He didn't do that. That's right. No, okay. he did. <laughs> like fire. Oh but, uh, my god. Yeah, I, I love. Like I just, I would, I could have taken, I could have taken two hours of just Godzilla fighting other monsters and I, like I literally, literally, like, like I, I remember there's that one line. I think it's even in the trailer where he's like, you know. You know what? What do you say? We just we just let them fight and watch. And I'm like, fucking a. Fuck yeah. Let's do that. Kid want Nobby's like break out the popcorn. <laughs> um, it's like I can think of worse things to do. Well, and you know, in the grand tradition of Godzilla movies, the thing that they really did well here is they said, you know, how do you turn this monster? How do you turn this this you know gigantic, terrifying monster into an heroic figure? Yeah. You give him another monster to fight, another monster that is directly threatening us, and he's not really interested in us. He's just interested in the other monster yeah. and killing the other monster. That's how you make Godzilla. An heroic figure, and you know they just tap right into that, uh, you know that mechanism that Toho figured out decades and decades ago, well, and it, it it still works. It like you see Godzilla go after that thing and rip its fucking jaws open and breathe atomic fire into its innards, and you're just like, yeah. And and, and I gotta be honest, in a in a small way, you feel like, or maybe I'm going, but you feel even a tiny bit sorry for the that creature because let's be honest, it's just there to procreate. I mean, you know, like we see it as as humans yeah, I mean, living. Think on about Earth. how many terrible, terrible events have started with somebody going, "Look, I'm just here to procreate." Well, but but that's my whole point, though, is like you know, you you look at like the storyline, and I mean, it's horrifying and terrifying to the you know tiny ants that are on the Earth to these giant yeah. creatures. But realistically, all it was doing was just you know going towards a source of power, it, energy, and it's yeah. Eat, so eat food, reproduce. Yeah. Exactly what every animal on Earth does. At no point, it never did they, because I really was almost expecting this, but it never, they had that one scene where he somehow, like, or he or she, I can't remember at this point, but one of the uh, other creatures goes under that bridge, like, you know, it kind of like ducks under and then shit comes up on the other side. I think it was female. But it was like, almost like, you know, kind of like sniffing out, you know, but but like, you hear, like, the radio goes off, all kinds of other things happen, and it never really, because it's just, it's not, it doesn't care. And I mean, so it's like, when that moment happens, you you are, you're relieved because humanity is saved, and, you know. And Godzilla has breathed fiery atomic fire. (laughs) Atomic fire breath down his throat. But, you know, I I even had that, just this mild, like, you know, "Ah, that's kind of, kind of sucks that, you know. It's just an animal. Yeah. It's just an animal trying to do its thing, ultimately. Uh, yeah, and I agree. That's the, that, that's a good point. Uh, but um, they, they played all those elements, I think, actually pretty well. Just kind of fun. And that's the thing, you know. I, I kind of agree with you in, in the sense that the film, you know, moment to moment, the film could do something that I really loved, that really excited me, and then in the next moment, I was kind of bored. I mean, like, at, like fifteen minutes into the movie. Shelly starts like playing on her phone. It, it was a and, little. And I leaned over. I was like, "Are you bored?" And she like hold like I always do this thing uh, from Japanese chota desne, and she like holds up her face like chota desne, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, she's like a little bit bored. We we talk about pacing a lot, and I gotta be honest. I think that the the movie did not have great pacing. There there were some just some moments where you know it kind of hit on a little bit of a stride, but it um, I don't know. I, I think I think it. Rested on its laurels in terms of they they knew look it's it's fucking Godzilla we got Godzilla right I yeah. think they knew that I think they knew look we've got Godzilla right 
fuck the rest of the movie to a certain degree. You know, like like just it doesn't need to be anything all that great. Just just finish it because we've, we've got the core that that is the most important part. And, and admittedly, and, I, and they did. I would right. rather I would rather have had that than just a slightly better overall movie, but have that really, really just right. Yeah. Um, I tell you though, maybe most important to everything. Um, so you know, if, if this, and, and definitely, of course, you know, I'm sure we've already given the spoiler warning. But you know, if you if you are you know listening this, this years later, fucking spoiler. And you're going, yeah, and you're going, you're you're watching through the credits, you're waiting for the end scene. Yep, the X Men trailer at the end. There it is. Was uh, you know just I didn't expect it. Boom! I didn't expect the Spider Man, but the fact they did it again with Godzilla, just, and it was the exact same trailer. Just rang that bell. Just rang that bell all over again. I didn't sort of expect something. Clang! I didn't sort of expect like just like that 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 you know single egg sack you know pulpating or something at, at the yeah. end. You know, just just something to kind of give you that. I'm actually kind of glad they didn't. You know, some movies you really want that. This movie is kind of like they can easily make another sequel. Like it, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't need that that sort of that. Uh oh, we could do a sequel. We could like, do a yeah. sequel, but but I'm, you, know, you, you do a sequel. I really kind of expected them to do one. Like it just sort of felt like the kind right. of. Uh, and, and also, I think I think if you're really honest with yourself, you can just admit that you really would have liked to have seen that egg sack one more time. <laughs> Maybe sexy egg sack. <laughs> Happy balls, <laughs> glowing red balls. <laughs> Why always glow? You ever notice that? Like they always glow. Mine always it's... glow. I mean, what do you? Mine don't. Mine want to have that looked at. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Anything else you can think of? Anything last? Last thoughts? Um, no. I, oh, I... oh, just because we kind of we, we sort of started out overall, but we never really went overall. What, what, what was your la- your final take on the film? Uh, it, it was exactly the same as yours. There, there were things in this movie that I loved. There were things in this movie I thought were absolutely perfect. And then there were other things that that I really do uh, think fell short. I think at the final analysis, I think it's a good film, not great. I did enjoy it. I think on second viewing, we'd end up picking it apart. We'd end up picking it. I was like, ah, that's stupid. Like, why does he make that decision? Uh, yeah. no, like, that's how exactly do you, what I was thinking. When how I was do you it. explain it? Was like, oh, look, well, we'll, you know, we'll have the bomb activated mechanically and we'll shield it. The EMP won't take it out. And we'll put it in a boat and get it out to sea. It's like, well, what about the boat? Is the boat going to be shielded? No, the boat's not shielded. You're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like those kinds of things. I think on a second viewing, we'd go back through and we pick out a ton I, of those things. I, I really do fear to a small, to, less so than the '98 film, but I do kind of think if you go back and watch this, yeah, 14 years or 16, 16 years later, I I think it it might ring some things that like we we had problems with '98. Like yeah. I mean, I, I think some of it won't hold up nearly as well as it does right this second. I will say though, uh, something we kind of touched on with the intro last last episode was the whole thing with, you know, I totally agree with you. There's some points they hit that were just perfect and then some that they were just just not that great, you know? And that was like very similar to, to like with us with Spider-Man. You know, there's there's those moments that really are great and ones that you wish were different and it's i guess the balance of them and how much they outweigh one another and you know with spider-man we had some some issues with it but you know i think as a whole uh the the positive things for us out outweighed those yeah and then for me at least in this movie I, i gotta be honest i think the positives in this didn't quite outweigh the sort of mundaneness of the rest of it. It was good enough that I will. I'll definitely watch it again. Like I'll, I'll not wait, wait another fourteen years to watch it. Right. I'll, I'll definitely see it again before that. Right. But um, I got to be honest. I'm, I'm. I am a little disappointed. I, w- I was hoping for a, a little bit. I was, I was hoping to be a little more yeah. more excited after getting out of it. I was a little disappointed too, but I do feel like I got my money's worth. Oh yeah, no, I'll uh, give you that. I'll give you that. Out of that in fight, and I like. I like. I have to say that. The twelve-year, the twelve-year-old that I haven't quite forgotten how to be, uh, his his heart really soared uh, in that one shot where there's like there's like news footage, you know, from some cable news network, and the and the subtitle at the bottom of the screen says "King of Monsters, Yeah, Savior yeah. of City." I was like, hell, fucking I, yeah! I gotta give credit. One of the coolest things. I don't know if you you heard it, but while we were sitting, there's a, a, a father and son behind us. I saw them when we sat and, down, and uh, and he a couple times he said he's like you know. When's Godzilla come? Like, he already... Like, I, I kind of took it for granted because I was like, I didn't know if they got that across very well in the movie, like, when I'm watching it. Because right. I know Godzilla, in the end, is 
this the good guy and he's sort of saving us from these. But like I know that from the history of knowing Godzilla. Yeah. And here's a kid that I, I kind of doubt has really seen a lot of that. But he still was like, and at the very end, like when when you see him start to breathe and his eyes open, he's like, yeah. Ah, yeah, Godzilla, he's okay. You know, like that's cool. I love that. Ex- that that's, that's cool. It's we. I, I'm so critical anymore of things, and it, it is. I can totally enjoy stuff like that, but it, it is. It really is cool to get that that uh, that true raw emotion from that, that you get when you're a kid. Yep, that's pretty awesome. And you know when what he, else is cool? When he went out, I beat him up and took his money. <laughs> Hit him in the back of the head, yeah. stole his lunch money. Yeah, he, he didn't see it coming. Cynical bastard. I totally godzilla him. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been the drive-home breakdown of Godzilla 2014. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this one. I, I'm sure I'm, I'm willing to place money on the fact that you enjoyed the movie uh, much better this time around than uh, last week's of uh, the old 1998 Godzilla. Uh, we had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, it was it was really it was an enjoyable film. I think we had good discussion around it, uh, and we're looking forward to this upcoming week's release of X Men: Days of Future Past. So uh, so that should be hitting uh, sometime early early next week. Uh, in the meantime, for Brent Adams and uh, myself, Tony Grice, we uh, like to thank you for listening, as always. And uh, Pro Driving Tip 201, if you have motion capturing at all in your film and you don't give him credit, Andy Circus will come and visit you. Yeah.